Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. We are into a new year, aren't we? Nothing's really changed, but we have this system where we track the years and we for some reason consider that the passing of one number into another means there's some kind of new beginning, some sort of uh, fresh start, something that we get to do differently now, that somehow what has held us in the past is separated by that number, by that day, by that time, whatever it is, and now we are into a new year and we can do things differently now, moving forward. And so many of us enter into the new year with New Year's resolutions. Anybody here still do that, the New Year's resolution, whether officially or unofficially? Please raise your hand if you are currently sleeping. (laughs) There we go. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. We come and we, we, some of us have these official New Year's resolutions where we say, okay, this year I'm going to read 34 books, or this year I am not going to drink as much, or this year I'm going to make sure that I actually complete that, that project that I've been working on for the past 35 years, right? And, and we come and we have these official things, and some of us just come to the new year and we have these kind of unofficial like subconscious ideas of this year is going to be different because I'm going to I'm going to make I'm going to try harder to spend more time with my family or I'm going to I'm going to do my best not to spend money on things that I really don't need or I'm going to I'm going to try to just do better work or I'm going to try to get that promotion this year or I'm going to I'm hoping that I'll, I'll get that new car or I'll get a different job or I'll, I'll finally get on that trip that I've been hoping for, I've planned for, I've wanted to go on for years, and I, I, I'm actually going to go on that trip. And some of you, it's I'm just I'm going to lose weight, or I'm going to exercise, or I'm going to eat better, or whatever it is, right? You guys understand that typically we come to the new year and we have all these goals in place, whether officially or unofficially, we kind of come with some sort of assumed Things are going to be different, don't we? Yeah. But then, we come up with these goals and these plans, and then, about 30 seconds into the new year, some kind of storm comes in out of left field, right? Left field, right? Something happens that throws everything off. You say, I'm not going to eat junk food, and then your kid spends the next three days screaming at you, and you're like, I'm eating junk food now. Or, I'm not going to spend that extra money, and there's a sale. You'd be losing money if you don't buy it. Or you have all these plans and all these ideas, and then you lose your job. Maybe you've made it through a good chunk of the year, and you've been doing great, and then somebody gets sick. You've been, you've been thinking you're going to lose weight, and then all of a sudden you're in the hospital, and you can't exercise, and 
you're just eating what it is that they give you, and you're just not getting to the place where you want to be. You want to spend time with your family, and then something happens in your marriage, and maybe your spouse cheats, or just something goes weird, and, and they come to you and say, you know what, I'm not happy anymore. Or the economy tanks, and inflation goes up, and you had a car payment, and you were doing well with it, but now, now the way the mortgages are, and the car payments are, and where your job is at, everything's just so expensive. All those goals, that trip is now probably not possible. You're, you're at work, and there's a new coworker, and you feel exceptionally tempted by that coworker. And you feel drawn to them instead of your spouse. You're trying to live right and then just something, some kind of pressure hits or some kind of new temptation hits. And it seems like all the resolutions and all the goals and all the planning and all the desires to do better, to do differently lose strength and things start to fall apart and and when they fall apart you feel like everything else in your life is falling apart and it's one thing leads to another leads to another and now even the good stuff that was going on in your life seems to start to crumble. You see the problem is the problem is foundation. The problem is foundation. Over the past few years, we have seen a number of massive storms hit our area, haven't we? A lot of them along the coast, a lot of them on PEI, a lot of them up in Cape Breton. We have seen pictures on the East Coast here of how the storm comes and it starts to sweep away the coast. And we've seen pictures of buildings and homes being broken, falling apart, being swept out to the ocean. If you've been on PEI in the past year, you've noticed how the hurricane came and these 20-foot high sand dunes just aren't there anymore. The storms come and they just wipe everything out and things start to fall apart. And the problem is the foundation. The foundation wasn't there. The sand shifts. And so when the water and the storm comes, the sand gets washed away. When you're on the build on the coast, the storm comes, the wind comes, the water comes, and it washes out the coastline and the building falls down. Now you may be thinking, well, those were crazy huge storms. Those are crazy huge storms. Or it wasn't, it wasn't the building's foundation that was wrong. It was that it was such a big storm or that it was right, it was built in the wrong spot. It was just too close to the action. But the reality is that's still a foundation question. That's still a foundation problem. How many of you have ever seen a lighthouse? They build lighthouses way away from the water, right? So they don't get any wind, they don't get any rain, they don't get any waves splashing on them, right? No, where do they put lighthouses? They put them right in the middle, smack dab in the water, right out on the edge of the coast, as far out into the problem, into the mess as you can possibly go. How many of you have ever seen a lighthouse fall over? The difference? 
The foundation. The foundation. The lighthouse is built on something that is stable and will remain stable throughout its lifetime. And we may think that we have built on on a good spot. We think that we've built in a good place. But the reality is when the wind and the waves come, that puts your foundation to the test. And it is about the foundation. Now, in in a metaphorical sense, we understand the foundation as as the rock that you build a building on. But for for us in our lives, what that means is those high-priority things. It's those things that we put at, at the base. The first thing we put in our lives. The things that we build everything else on. Everything else off of. The thing that we set aside time for more than anything else, and that when that thing comes up, that gets, everything else gets shifted for that one thing. And that might be your family, that might be your health, that might be your job, that might be money, that might be your vacation, your dreams, it could be your spouse, it could be your kids, it could be the sports for your kids, it could be the, the education for your kids, it could be making sure that your kids and your family don't experience the things that you experienced when you were growing up. And you have set those things as the foundation for your life. And those are the things that you go after before anything else. And regardless of what else comes, that's the thing that you tackle. And if you ever have to make a choice between that thing or those things and something else, you choose that thing. That is your foundation. That is what you are building your life on. If you're choosing money over anything else, if you're choosing your family over everything else, if you're choosing your kids and their future or maybe their sports or, or your happiness or your enjoyment or your ability to just kind of turn the world off and that's what you're putting ahead of everything else, that is what you are building your life on. That is your foundation. That is the thing that your house gets built on. Now, Jesus spoke about a foundation. And we just read that passage a couple minutes ago. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through to 27. This is what Jesus says. He's speaking to a crowd and he says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, And the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Jesus is saying, your foundation matters. And your foundation what your life is built on has to be stable enough to support your life throughout your life. 
And if it is not stable enough to support your life throughout your life, then it's not worth building on. And Jesus doesn't say, you know what, there are a number of great options. As you're building your house, there are a number of great foundation models and foundation options for you to choose from. You can have this stone or this concrete or this cement block. Or... No, he says there are two options. There are two ways to build your life. You can either hear my word and put it into practice, or you can hear my word and ignore it. Those are your two options. It's either rock or sand. And if you're not choosing rock, then you are building on sand. You're building on sand or your dirt or mud or dead trees or some kind of pebbles or gravel or jello or whatever. But it's not rock. He doesn't say there's all these different options to choose from. He says, he makes it very simple. This is very simple. To build on the rock, you need to hear his word and put it into practice. Every other situation, every other foundation that will not stand to the storm, that is not stable enough to support your life throughout your life, comes when you hear the word of God and do not put it into practice. If you are building your life, if your priority is anything except the Word of God and putting it into practice, you are not building on something that is stable enough to support your life as it grows and sustain it for as long as it goes. You tracking with me? This is a simple passage. This is a simple scripture. So, how do we do that? How instead of building like sand dunes or, or like people that build on the coast and the, the, the water comes and erodes the coastline and, and they fall into the ocean and they get swept out to sea... With big storms, little storms, little storms over a long period of time. What is it that we do to change from that situation to being a lighthouse? To being something that can be right there in the middle of the storm with all the wind, all the waves, all the rain, everything being thrown at it and it still stands firm. How do we make that shift? This isn't complicated. This isn't complicated. Jesus says it right there. He says it very clearly. Hear my words and put them into practice. Period. This isn't fill out this application and that application and talk to that person on the phone and fill out this form and then move to this place and then fill this out and then work six years to get this degree and... No, he says, hear my word and put it into practice. Two steps. Hear the word of God and put it into practice. Now, right before Jesus says this, he is doing, he is sharing with the people something called, we know of as the Sermon on the Mount. 
And he gives the people all these words. And then he says, you've got these words, now you've got to put them into practice. If you don't put them in practice, you're going to fall apart. Think about it. We, we often look at the outside. We look at everything above the foundation in our lives. When we're, we're watching HDTV, and we're looking at all these homes and all these mansions, and we go on looking at other people's houses, we look at everything above the foundation. We look at them and we say, you know what, that looks built well. That, that looks really strong. That looks really durable. That looks great. That's huge. That's massive. That's fancy. We look at all those things, but it's about what's underneath that is what holds it together. Imagine, imagine I've got one of those yoga ball things. You guys know what yoga balls are? It's, it's a great big rubber ball thing that you can sit on or stand on or whatever. Whatever people do. Imagine you've got one of those balls and you take this person that is just like a tank, just ripped, a, a lot like me. And, um, I'm going to get to my point there, smarty pants. Imagine you've got somebody that is just incredibly handsome and well-built, and they're standing on that ball. And then somebody comes along and gives them just a little tiny shove. What's going to happen? They're probably going to fall over. It, like, it doesn't much matter how good they are at balance, how fit they are, how good-looking they are, none of that comes into play at all. You could have somebody that's butt-ugly standing on the ball, and it's going to be the same situation. Their appearance and everything above the foundation does not matter. If it's a wobbly, terrible foundation, everything's going to fall apart. It doesn't matter if you have goals and dreams that your kids are going to be rock stars or they're going to be NHL stars or they're going to be smart or they're never going to make the mistakes that you made or that your parents made or that you're going to have money or you're going to go on vacations or you're just going to have that career that you always wanted and people are going to look up to you or if you're going to have that dream home or everything's going to be taken care of or you're never going to get sick and you're going to be healthy and wealthy and smart. It doesn't matter what all those dreams and all those things are that you attain in your life, if the foundation isn't there, then you're going to fall apart. The only way you stand through the storm is you be like a lighthouse and you get built on the rock. And Jesus says, he gives his sermon on the mount and he says, you've heard these words, now build your life on this by doing it. And if you do it, then you will stand. Then you will last. Then you will be stable to hold your life throughout your life. So these, very quickly, are essentially the words that Jesus gives us in the Sermon on the Mount. Everyone here, everyone listening, share the light. Make sure that you are tasting good. That as everyone around you deals with you and gets a taste of who you are, that you taste of the goodness of God, that you taste like seasoned meat, that you have that wonderful salt 
taste and that people can taste the difference in your life. That they notice God in you and around you and through you. And you need to be a light. You need to give hope and light to people around you. Make sure that you are living your life so that you do not hate anyone. Fulfill the law. Do what the law says. Complete it. Be faithful to your spouse. Do not lust. Don't look at other people, men or women, and desire them. Real, imaginary. Do not give your heart over to lust. Be honest. Forgive. Forgive those people who have wronged you. Not the small stuff. The stuff that you want to hold on to. Let it go. Clear the ledger. Those people that you call enemies, love them. Take what you have and be generous. Giving to other people. Giving beyond what is necessary or required. Have the desire in your heart to lift other people up with what you can give them. Don't make your religion a show. Don't try to show off. Don't worry. Acknowledge that you're not the one that can fix it. God loves you so much. And he sees you. Remember what it's like to be a kid. And maybe, maybe you didn't have a parent that loved you and cared about you and took care of you, but maybe there was a teacher or a coach or somebody in your life that you felt you could trust. Remember what it felt like to be close to them and know that as long as you were close to them, everything was taken care of. Remember that feeling and remember that's how God sees you. Do not worry. Treat other people like you want to be treated. Spend your life building up treasures in heaven, not on earth. Spend your life. Use up your life. Spend it. You have been giving life. Spend it. Cash it in. Trade it in for treasures in heaven. Use it to bless others, to see other people saved, to give people hope who have no hope, to love those who have not known love, 
to give honor to those who've not known honor. To show grace and forgiveness and to give glory to God. Do these things. Hear these words and put them into practice. Hear these words and put them into practice. And if you do that, you will build your life on something that is stable enough to support your life throughout your life. Now, Jesus doesn't say, hear the word of God and be happy about it. Hear the word of God and celebrate it. Hear the word of God and make a big show of it. He says, hear the word of God and put it into practice. That's what matters. And we're going to spend the rest of this month talking about proper foundations for our lives. How do we do this? What does that look like for us? What are the mistakes we make? What are the things that we need to avoid? Some of those common things that come attacking us to replace our foundation, to eat away at our foundation. What do we do to make sure that we have the proper foundation and it stays our proper foundation? That we don't get this crazy idea where we can lift the house and move it over to some other spot. We're going to spend the rest of the month focusing on that. But this is the first foundational key. You need to build your life on something that is stable enough to support your life throughout your life. And that is by hearing the Word of God and putting it into practice. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become down-to-earth people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.